So we've got a panel. <laughs> I'm switching mics. Okay. So we have a panel. I'm really, really pleased to... Oh, sorry, Shiani. Sorry, that was your mic. You're right. Um, Shiani, Kirsten, John. Um, yes, come on. Uh, Shiani, you have literally 30 seconds to tell us about yourself. Go. Hi, I head comms for Numa Church. I love it. I get to sit with this guy twice a month, even better. It's awesome. Um, I got two lovely kids. I've got a husband who's amazing. And I live in a very unique setting um, with my in-laws and my extended family in this space that we call King's Mill, which is quite unique and lovely. 25 seconds. Respect. <laughs> Kirsten, are you ready? You can have five of hers. Go. Uh, my name is Kirsten. I am one of the worship leaders here at uh, Numa. I have a husband and two kids too, um, who Marley, you'll see running around often shouting during worship. <laughs> I am also a singer and a music teacher, and I work for Kent Music. Have I got You're five seconds? Five seconds. And, yeah, uh, love Jesus. Yes, come on. <laughs> John Davis, 30 seconds, go. Um, firstly, it's a little bit uncomfortable being this side of the microphone. Um, I, along with my wife, we look after Sundays from a logistics perspective, um, so you'll often see us running around at 100 mile an hour trying to find someone to do something. Um, but, yeah, um, so, yeah, I live with my wife my two children, Ruby and Joel. Um, most of you know them, obviously. Um, I work in finance for a company called Church and Dwight, um, and I too love Jesus. <laughs> Three seconds spare. This is going to go well. Um, so what we wanted to do over the, the purpose of these panels is we obviously have our culture statements as a church, and hopefully... Oh, I didn't bring it with me. It's in the bag. Um, with the culture journal. Thank you. Nick is just my glamorous assistant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my very own Debbie McGee. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, so we have the culture journal and the culture statements and everything in there. And what we're trying to do over the summer is just spend some time interviewing people and just asking them, how do you make this work? We don't want it to be a book. It's not a book. It's a lifestyle. We want it to become who we are. So we want to ask people, how do you, how do, you do some of this stuff in real life? Like, actually do this. So my first question is this. So far... As a church, we've looked at the first three culture statements. God is good, we live in God's presence, and God is always working. So, living in God's presence, how on earth do you three manage to live aware of him when there's the constant busyness of being a young family, jobs, etc.? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, I think... For us as a family, there's a real intent about slowing things down sometimes. Sometimes the busyness can really get quite overwhelming. And, you know, especially when, like during the holidays, for example, when kids are running around and there seems like there's no let up. Um, and just, yeah, really slowing it down and just taking a moment just to take things in and to, and to sometimes just remember that God's there. And so sometimes we'll just put some worship music on um, and just kind of just recenter the house. Just take a moment nice. and just say, actually, God, you do exist and you are here and let's just settle it down a little bit. Let's just 
you know, and spend time with each other. And so, yeah, for us, it's about, yeah, it's just about reminding the family that God exists and that actually the busyness can stop sometimes. And so, yeah, so we just settle down, we stop, we sit down, and, yeah, we just kind of, yeah, just focus a little bit on God sometimes. And, yeah, worship music really helps that. My, my kids love worship music, so that's a real easy win for us um, just to get them to focus on what's important. So, yeah, that's how we do it. Brilliant. Thank you. Right. Um, I think that sometimes we, in all, in all honesty, lose that balance because we are extremely busy. Sometimes I work six, seven days a week if I'm at work and gigging. So it, there have been seasons where we've been really good at it and there have been seasons where it's just felt like, when was the last time we all sat down together and just sat down together? So when we do remember to do that, we like to do just like worship time together. Um, but also just talking about God with, when our kids have questions, or mainly Brandon because Marley's too young, but thinking about how we answer those and making sure that God, God is a part of that answer. You know, um, and just for me personally, it's just a constant communication as well. Um, for us, as a culture, we try to um, cultivate a culture where it's in the coming and in the going and in the eating, and in the disciplining, and in the finances, and in the hosting, and in the, in the honoring of the grandparents, and, and playing with the siblings, and it's in everything. Um, God's just there. He's not, he, he's there. So it, we live life to honor him, um, and we try, to, we try to live in that sense, and it's a work in progress. <laughs> I think that's so important though, isn't it? Like, just knowing that God is in everything is just so important. He doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a God thing that you do to remember that God exists. Like, so it doesn't have to be worship. It doesn't have to be reading your Bible. It can just be spending time. Like, one of my favourite times is playing Uno with the kids. It doesn't necessarily involve, involve God in a direct way, but it just centres the family and just reminds people. And so sometimes, yeah, it can just be in the most mundane thing that you recenter things and just focus on what's important. Yeah. I think you could, I think you could judge up Uno. Uno. <laughs> like when we've got Uno Extreme, which is the one where you press the button on top. Imagine if you did like a, a Rob DeLuca three, two, one thing, like, and as the cards fired, you're like you're knocked out in the power of the spirit. <laughs> like that actually makes Uno fun, right? In, in my in my opinion. Anyway, so. so like, because it turns round on the base as well, and you're like, I'm ready, Lord, as it points at you. Uh, catch the cards, catch the spirit. A- anyway, see, I'd say it's a thing, isn't it? So, talking to our children about what God is like, how do we talk about God being good, living in his presence, and that sense of God's always up to something, he's winking at the back because he's up to something? How do we talk about our kids? Is it like, um, is it a, a, a patterned thing? Is it a... And in everything as you go thing, is it a, right, kids, come and sit at the table. I want to tell you about God being good. How, how do you do that? We, it's important for us that it's not just it's important. It, we know that our faith is not going to sustain our kids. Mm. And we know that my experiences and my moments with Jesus, I can share them and they're celebrated but it's not going to sustain them. So from early on, it was 
Ben and I, we, we give priority that they need to figure it out themselves. I know God is good. You need to know God's good for yourself. And we've had moments um, when Malachi would lose his Lego person and, and we'll all look for it. I'm like, Malachi, now it's up to God and you ask him. Wow. And, and either he'll find it. He's, there are moments when he's found it and moments when he hasn't. When, you know, he's, he's like, Mommy, I've asked Jesus many times and it's not. I'm like, but Malachi, aren't we blessed that Daddy and I, we've got money in our bank account that we can, if we wanted to, if it's the right thing to spend money for, we can buy you. We are blessed. We are blessed to be a blessing. We have food. We've, we've got options. We just don't have food. We've got options for breakfast. Sure. We've got options for dinner. And that is a blessing. And it's them figuring it out for themselves. And they've got some amazing moments where they've seen and experienced God for themselves, which is, which is what we're after. I'd agree with that. It's in the everything. It's when they're sad. And you say, well, let's talk about that. Let's ask God to bring you joy. Let's pray. It is, Brandon and I, re- yesterday, we were talking about creation. And we were talking about, he said, well, was the world magma? And I was like, well, I don't know. It just says it was dark. <laughs> and so that's something we, we can ask God about. I wasn't there. God was there. You know, and he's, you know, and, in, and as, you know, Brandon's a little bit older, so for, it's now encouraging him to look for the answers himself. You've got a Bible, you've got a phone, you can Google it, you can talk to God yourself. It is praying, praying and talking about God with them, but also saying, now, it's your relationship. So I've stopped, kind of, at bedtime, I've stopped. I'll pray for Brandon, and then I'll leave him to have his own time with God. Um, and yeah, just seeing that, that, that growth. Sometimes, you know, it's like, it's God in you, <laughs> of your children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, children. yeah. It's their children, you just think, yeah. but last week you said you saw the Lord, and today, <laughs> um, do you, what, you know, what's right? <laughs> it is like that sometimes, but it is, I think it's just, it's also entrusting that, it's also entrusting that God has them, and he wants a relationship with them. And so as we encourage them to try not to not kind of panic when we see them maybe obviously exhibited behavior that we don't think is godly or, or kind or, you know, showing the fruit of the spirit kind of thing. And just trusting that God's still got them. They're just like we're going through our journey, they're going through their own journey. John, can I ask you uh, a slightly different question? Um, and that is, we don't always see all the answers to prayer that we would want god doesn't have his way in this world he's in charge but not in control which as parents we understand how do we help our children to understand that maybe they don't always find their lego figure um and i've prayed for this thing and i've still got this Thing. Ask me an easy one, Chris. Ask me an easy one. Can we give John just a little drum roll? Because he's about to give us some wisdom. And John. I think... I think... It's about creating a space, like we say, for them to find out who God is. But also... Yeah. That, but it's about creating that space where you can teach them a little bit. Like... 
it's not forced, but it can be intentional. And so, mm. um, you know, one of the things that's so important is to remember that God is not a slot machine. Yeah. You don't put your quarter in. If oh, quarter? Quarter? I'm sorry. You don't put your ten pence in. Sorry, that was for Renee, all right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't put your ten pence in and expect, you know, an answer straight away sometimes. And, and, you know, and I think it's important to to just remind them that actually that God is outside of everything. As much as he's in everything, he is outside of everything. And so there are times when he won't answer your prayers. There are times when it might feel like you can't hear him. But they're the times when you press in more. They're the times when, you know... And it's like, I was, I was talking to, to Joel about the whole Rob DeLuca thing last weekend. And, you know, and he is very literal. Like, if he, if he, like he will regularly tell him you know, while they're talking about Jesus, that he can't see him, so how on earth is he going to hear him? You know, sort of thing. But it's about creating those environments where you actually say, well, these are the environments where you can press in and you can learn to hear him. And, you know, so for example, the whole, those Rob DeLuca three days, we made, the, we made the decision very early on that we were going to bring them and we were going to bring them for the whole thing. And we were going to, you know, we were going to create an environment where they learn more about Jesus, where they understand more about Jesus, the way that he moves, the way that he responds, the way that he acts. And, you know, I, I, I spoke to, I, I was praying all week and I spoke to Joel very early on and I said, you know, you're going to stay up late on Friday and Saturday. And his eyes went really wide and he goes, how late, Dad? Because he <laughs> loves the idea of staying up late. He can't do it, but he loves the idea. Um, and, and I was like, well, probably about 10.30 that we get home, you know, that kind of thing. And he's like, Yes, he goes. And I was like, but the whole point is that actually there's this guy coming and wherever he goes, he brings the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit moves and he acts. And I want to, be, I want to put you in a place where, where that happens so that, you, so, so that you can see it. And by the end of the first night, he'd seen, uh, he'd seen Rob uh, uh, partner with God to, to, to impact Ruby in a really visible way. And he says to him, he says, I want God to knock me over too. And it's just... It's that creating spaces for, 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 the, for the penny to drop, and, but also leaving them secure in the fact that sometimes the penny won't drop, yeah. and that's okay. You just keep going, and you keep going, and you press in, and you, and yeah, and you just keep going. That's so helpful. Thank you. That's really, really good. I think the level at which we are able to deal with our disappointment is directly related to the level that we will see breakthrough. Everyone has disappointment. Everyone has, um, has that sense of disappointment. And one of the most important things we can give our children is the space and chance to take risks. So what, what does that look like for you, um, Shiani? Um, I, I learned about the mystery of God and being okay with that in the very last, say, seven years very new to being okay with the mystery of God. And I'm very keen that my children like, learn it for themselves now um, and be okay with that, have trust in that. And the only way they can do that is because if they have enough of God moments and experiences, when there is a moment when I don't understand, then we go back to, but you did understand when God did that for you. So he is and he moves and he loves and but this we don't understand, and I don't either. Let's, let's keep praying. Sorry, but what was your question again? That was, was that, great. I can't okay, remember what the question right. was, but that was great. 
it was about taking risks, encouraging children to take risks. But, yeah. but you answered a better question, so that's, that's, all, that's, that's all good. So we, we need to wrap up in a minute, but can I ask you about... Um, there's a, a, this is two questions rolled into one, so you can answer either one. There is, when, when we have children, there are the people who more would say, I still have the call of God on my life to do this, so I'm going to bring the kids with me and we're going to do this. There are other people who would more sense the need to stop. Now, I'm putting everything I want to do on hold. This is my role. Um, for now, and I will try and come back to that. Let's answer that question, first of all. Which, which is better? There is no better, but I'm laughing because Em said, when you're up there, you should say this. And this is that moment. So... <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Thanks, Em. Basically, we decided very, very early on, when our children were very young, that actually the things that we want to chase after, so the things that we believe are important, they shouldn't stop. And so we've created an environment in our, church, in our house where church is more important than family. And I know that's quite controversial sometimes, but actually church comes first. And so it might be that we're there first as a family. It might be that, you, you know, the children are there on their own sometimes. But... That comes first. So serving in churches comes first. You know, we've, held, we've got a, a long-held belief that church is the answer to every need that humanity has because it is the vehicle by which Jesus said he would move. And so what better place to put our children in and put their future in than in church? You know, you see today, you see, you know, like, I don't know whether you noticed before, but Ruby was serving on hospitality with Nana because she knows that in church you serve and you give back. Joel was out on car park with Mummy. And I love, for example, that Reuben is on camera with, with Daddy today, you know, with Ethan today, because actually not only are we intentional about it, but we're part of a church that is intentional about it. They're not the next generation, they're this generation. Yeah, yeah, come and on. And I love that come about on. this church because it creates a space where they can say, you know what, this is my faith and this is how I outwork it. It's not my mum, it's not my dad's faith, this is real to me. And one of the ways that I get to do this is by choosing to do something that gives back in. And so we've been very intentional from the very word go that actually our children will be brought up like that. And, and we see the fruit of it. We see it every day, you know. Just recently Ruby got baptised. You know, that, that wasn't by chance. That wasn't by accident. That wasn't by fluke. It's because we're intentional about teaching God to her and teaching her that God is real and that he moves. And we put her in an environment on a Sunday where the same is taught. And it's so exciting to see them grow in faith and grow in who God is because... They teach us all the time about who God is. They're so little. I, I love that you said sometimes, that you asked me the question about prayer, because for a long time, every prayer that Ruby made, God answered. And I, I literally, like, it, and it was as silly as, can you stop the rain on my way to school? And he would do it. The clouds would clear. Like, utterly ridiculous. Like, every time. It's like, I know he's not a slot machine, but he's looking a little bit like you <laughs> But yeah, and so her faith was so simple that she would just ask God about everyday stuff and it just can, and it continues all the time because we've created that space for her to do so. Brilliant. Thank you, John. We are going to need to wrap up, but Kirsten, I wonder if you would, um, if you would just pray for us, particularly people who are, let's broaden it out, not just young kids, 
but also those people who just have load going on in their life and having to juggle so many things about staying, just staying connected to God. Just pray for us. Just pray for us. That'd be great. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for parents. I pray for families. I pray for those who may have made a family, Lord, that doesn't look conventional. I pray that, Father God, you will give us the wisdom that when life gets hectic, when life gets, feels like there's a lot going on, that we will know how to stay connected to you. That yes. we will yes, look, God. not just wait for, but look for moments of stillness. Look for moments of grounding. Look for moments of where we can connect with you individually and as a unit, Father God. I pray that for, our, for those of us who are our parents or who are responsible for young people and children that we will be a good example and i pray for honesty as well in our in in our examples that sometimes we just don't get it right yeah but god is still good and i just thank you for that and i really pray that we begin to see and hear stories about more miracles and things happening in our homes that when we have to take those moments to connect with you and take those moments to stop that you will just pour out your spirit in, in, in our homes, Lord, come and on. that when we come here, that it won't be a fill me up, it will be let me pour out and let me just continue to get more. So yeah. we just thank you for that, Lord. Yeah, and yeah. We bless you. Amen. Yeah, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Numa Sunday's podcast. For more information, go to numachurch.uk, where you can find more ways to connect with us. Have a great week and remember you're loved.